to talk about the fakery. Welcome, 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 my bows and bow ties. It's the black opinionated woman in the house, also known as a bow. Let's see, it's about 7.46 at night. Um, it's on a Saturday, you know, I'm finished with all my running around and, you know, I had to put on a hat, which I think is apropos. I have this hat on because if you knew what it really looked like under here, so what we do is we fake the funk, we camouflage, we do things, right? So I'm going to talk about these middle-aged women who are faking it. Big fat frogs. Most of us are engaging in hypocrisy all the time and just faking it. So yeah, I'm just going to talk about a couple of things. You know, I have a couple of notes. I like to put them on my little uh, note, like well, a little sticky pad or whatever you call this thing. So um, let's just get right on into it. Number one, I'm going to talk about these middle-aged women. Um, they don't have it together. I mean, we do. You notice I put myself in there, but we don't, right? We're holding on by a shoestring, a whole full-on shoestring, because number one, we are doing the best we can to run a tight ship, okay? So think about it. We got to run a tight ship. All right, so let's talk about this tight ship. I have four children, one who is in high school and works, and the other three who are sports people. So um, my house, it has a certain level of dysfunction, okay? I just wanted to like, put that out there because we are doing everything we can to make sure they just make it to their activities, their sports. I mean, it's down to like the whole water bottle filling situation. Like it's like a full-on production because depending on where you're going you need two water bottles so we're like lined up but the thing is when you're running a tight ship and if you work right well actually even if you don't work what happens is um you're trying to keep the house together you're trying to keep yourself together you're trying to get the kids there on time you want to make sure that their grades remain well you're trying to make sure you lay eyes on your spouse like hi hello how are you hi i just want to make sure i keep reintroducing myself but anyway, we like to pretend that we have it all together. But what people don't know is behind the scenes. We're like, didn't I say hurry up? Go get yourself. Now, you knew you needed that, right? Well, look, I don't work for you. Go get your water bottles. Can you just get in the car? All I need you to do is just get in the car. What do you mean you can't find your cleats? See, that's the kind of stuff that's going on. We don't have it together. We are literally just barely making it. <laughs> this is real talk. Meals might be a combination of two or three leftovers, or some people are like, just F it. I don't care what people think about me. We're ordering out every week, every day. I'm sorry. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, all right, HelloFresh. HelloFresh is where we're at with it. One, two, three times a week, depending on what's going on. So, um, we don't really have it all together. So when you see these people out here in these streets looking like everything is well coiffed, no, no, no. I want to talk about oh, some of these women out here in these streets. They're not getting honest. The ones who are honest, they're talking amongst their friends, but 
they really don't do that, right? A lot of them are self-medicating. I have a wine stash. Now, I'm not advocating for medicating yourself with wine, but what I am seeing is there's some who are medicating with wine and some who are medicating with prescribed medication. Now, that's the real talk. They will have you thinking that they have it together when actually they're dealing with real life. They're stressed. All right. I've seen it. I mean, and there's the stuff that there's a lot of stuff that people don't talk about. Right. Because they're doing the best they can to make sure they try to give their kids a good life, whatever that means. A lot of them have forgotten who they are. They have sacrificed everything for their children. I've heard that. And that's not good either. I, I see children out here in these streets running their mouths to their parents. Now, not all of them, but a lot of them are not grateful of the sacrifices that their parents are doing for them. You got these women out here appearing like they have it together. Mm -mm. They're, they're barely making it. All right, so let's go to the next one. This is one of my favorite ones to talk about. Um, the perfect children. <laughs> you know how many parents are like, you know what? My children just thought this was just so easy during the pandemic. This was the best thing ever, blah, 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 blah. And I listen. Now, let me just say for the record, I have four children who went through pandemic schooling and all four of them reacted differently. Every single one of them had a different sort of response. Some acted more favorably some did not okay and so when I listen to some of the parents talk about how great it was for their children and then there's the ones who get honest they're the ones who are like my child is not handling this well my child has been withdrawn my child is in need of that social contact my child is not doing the world their work. I mean, there's some children who loved it because they get to isolate, right? It was the opposite of them, right? Where they got an opportunity. They're like, I don't have to interact with people at school now. It probably saved some children from bullying. But see, this is the stuff that the parents aren't talking to you about. Some of the parents are saying, my kid did not do well during the pandemic. Let me tell you, my favorite one was when parents were like, you know what? My child excelled in this and blah, blah, blah. And I remember talking with a teacher and I was telling them about how some of these parents were telling me how great their kids were. And I was sitting there thinking like, well, maybe mine were just not. I mean, they did well because I was able to lean in, but it was a struggle with a couple of my kids. And that's real talk, like trying to get them through when all this first hit over the last year and a half. But the funny thing was I talked with one of the, the teachers and I said, you know, there's a group of parents thinking that their children are doing like amazing, that they're so smart and they're just so ahead and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, am I missing something? I talked to um, a couple of teachers and they looked at me and they were like, <laughs> oh, funny, funny guy. You know, they were like, yeah, no, we don't say anything because the fact of the matter is, even though the curriculum has them still on you know, um, grade level, but it's not at the same rigor we would have if they were, you know, if they were in class. So while many of these parents think that their children are just like these amazing people, and they very well could be, by the way, they were like, 
they, yeah, none of these kids are really like just hitting it out of the park. But I would listen to these parents rave about like how this was the best thing ever and that their child now is soaring. And I'm like, okay. But not like that when I talk about the perfect children. It's to the point of delusion. I remember how like some of the parents were like, they thought their children were the best at everything. When I had my first child, I was the true hovering mom. Like I was all about that life. Literally, I was like, my child is going to um, solve cancer. Is My child is going to be writing a dissertation on how we can possibly patent perpetual gravity or something crazy. But then as I got older and I recognized that I needed to focus on whole child development and my kids would still do well, I remember like there was that moment when I was like, parents in these formative years are crazy. And I listened to these parents and their kids are just amazing at everything, everything. And I'm like, okay, to the point that it's like, true delusion because I'm sitting here thinking like I'm seeing your child is like a regular or regular but you, I'm not going to say anything right it's just really interesting how they'll say that their children are the best at everything like these these women are out here lying and I think they're doing it because if they don't put on this front that their children are perfect then it is a reflection on their parenting this is what we're doing out here in these streets. These mamas are out here masking up. They are camouflaging. They are covering a lot. Some of these parents are doing the most. If they're covering for their kids, they're covering for their in inability to be social. They're covering for their kids. If maybe they struggle in school, well, they help so much that they're practically doing the work. They cover for the fact that maybe they just don't want to get honest and say that I think my child has attention deficit disorder or something like that. They they don't they they cover for the fact that when the the child seems to be having some sort of challenges, they want to just say, oh, they're just children. And maybe there needs to be a form of discipline. Maybe they need to remove some of those privileges. I don't know. But yeah, these women are out here in the streets. They're faking it. Middle, middle-aged women, they, they look, they just recap. They're given the illusion that they have it together. Lies. Lies. Because I know what it's like to raise four kids. Especially if you have two or three kids, none of them are the same. They are different. Number two, they try to pretend that their children are perfect. Lies. Let's move on to that third one. They're perfect relationships. They're the ones who have really good, healthy relationships, and then they're the ones who are lying. How many times have I seen what I thought were these really good relationships going to find out? I'm like, wait, what? They're divorcing? You know, I, I look. I've seen some of these. I've seen these relationships where they put up a good front. I'm not saying air your dirty laundry, but I don't know. I just kind of my husband and I were like regular old regulars, which is like. I don't know how much more regular we can be. Regular old regulars. Right now, he's down there in that basement. You see that space right there? That's his like special space. He's happy right now because we've done all our running around and all he wants to do is just sit there and marinate and I get it. 
And then at some point, I'm going to go down there, chit chat for a few minutes, lay eyes on that joker, you know, make sure we sync up. And I'm going to come up here and probably, I don't know, edit something for YouTube. But yeah, I've seen this before where a lot of them are trying to live a particular lifestyle. And I'm like, I know I have an idea of how much money you're making. Like, nope, you're borrowing money. You are living beyond your means. And so I don't see anything. I'm like, it's none of my business. But I'm like, you don't need to put on for me. You don't need to put on airs for me. And the funny thing about it is it's like, I know, based off of what I'm hearing and seeing, I'm like, this, this is an illusion. But I don't say anything. It's not my place. It's not my business. And then I would just say the fourth thing in general, um, what I noticed in middle age is it's like literally either you've come to the conclusion, like, I don't have to compete, or you still have people who are just really on that ding-dong bus. They're definitely, I don't know why I'm, why am I digging in my shirt? Anyway, I think this is the thing. What they don't tell you about when you're in middle age is, you know, these relationships, you know, you see out there, don't, you don't, everybody doesn't have it all together. Women don't have it all together. They're constantly worried about stuff. They're constantly worrying about their kids. And so they cover for their kids because they don't want to be a reflection on them, internalizing that kind of stuff. Um, and they, they don't have it together. I think they definitely are suffer from, suffering from that whole invisibility syndrome for sure. You went from being super powerful all of a sudden. It's like your identity is wrapped up in your children. Especially I see a lot of people around here. What is going on upstairs? I see a lot of things. Um, But yeah, there's a full on fakery going on. There's a full on fakery. Frauds. They don't tell you about those things. I think a lot, like I said, you get to be middle-aged. You're, you're constantly worried about stuff. All I wanted to say is it's time for people to get honest and stop pretending like everything is is happy and normal. Um, it can't be. Not, if you're telling me based on all the studies that people are having high, you know, depression and, you know, contemplating not being here and... Um, you know, all this other stuff like that. I'm like, people aren't getting honest. And this is the reason why I actually really don't even like social media because it's not real. You don't have people talking about the real things that's going on. I'm not saying, you know, exposing your business, but this isn't real. When you see people out here super glammed up all the time, it's not real. But what happened is people were basing their lives off of what people were posting. I'm like, well, who's going to post most of their negative stuff. They're not going to do that. Social media is not real. A lot of people are faking it. They're just barely making it. All right. I just had to get that off my chest. This is a situation. Take care. Black opinionated woman out.